Good evening, my loves. It is Layla back again with episode three of Goddess Talk with Lay. I am super excited for this episode. I have a very special guest. My co-host for today is the one and only Jessica Tate. Miss Tate, if you're nasty. (laughs) Oh my God. Jessica, introduce yourself to my listeners. Tell them who you are and what you do. Hi, everybody. My name is Jessica Alexis Tate, a very much so saved individual. Amen, so sister. Not, <laughs> not mistaken if you nasty. No nasty. <laughs> no, but I'm a licensed cosmetologist, international stylist. Okay. Um, before this platform, I am a blogger, I'm a writer, I'm a website owner, www.everythingmistate.com. Plugging it in, plugging it in. <laughs> Um, so I'm super excited to be a guest on Goddess Talk. You know, Layla been holding it down solo. It's about time she got this baps in the building. Got to. <laughs> Booyah. <laughs> so, Jessica, what you want to talk about? Um, well, originally, we were going to talk about finding yourself. <clears throat> and it's a good topic. Uh, we can touch base on that. But this is your show, best friend. So, you know. Whatever. If you just kind of just wanted it to be a little freestyle, we can do that. Let's talk about finding yourself really quick. Okay. Just because I feel like this is something that a lot of women our age have a hard time with. And then we can have fun later on in the show. This show is going to be a little bit longer. So let's give some real quick, brief advice on how to find yourself. And if you ever lost yourself, how to find yourself again. <laughs> I feel like... It's so difficult um, to find yourself because it's so easy to lose yourself. Indeed. Especially today in society. Um, although you see like a difference in the way African-American women are represented or the way they're approached or the way they're spoken about or, you know, different things as far as fashion and and the media entertainment business. <clears throat> but I'm talking about like everyday people, people who's not really in those sectors. It's hard because if you don't grow up like with constant reassurance, mm-hmm. then you look for that in other places. And then you're like, you're so, it's so easy to fall into peer pressure, whether it's, you know, changing your character to fit in with somebody or like diminishing yourself to be accepted by somebody else. Um, just, you know, that can that can just lead you down the wrong path. And then before you know it, you don't know who you are because right. you've been faking, like you you homegirl or you you trying to fit in with, with somebody's crowd. And right. until you, however old you are, and then you realize like, oh, I need to take a step back. Right. You know, I really need to get recentered. I think that it's super difficult these days as well because of how much this generation relies on social media and right. reality TV. It's like right. these people are these people that you see on the shade room and um on Real Housewives and Love and Hip Hop, they these are the women that these younger girls are looking up to. Right. So in the instance where you need to find yourself um and you don't know who you are, you're looking at these women who are being presented 
by mass media and everybody's looking at them and it's like, okay, well, maybe I'm supposed to be like them. Maybe I'm supposed to act like that. And I can't lie. I watch reality TV too, but you have to know that (laughs) Jessica doesn't watch reality TV. (laughs) It's my guilty pleasure, but you have to realize that that's not who you are. They're, They're getting a check. You're not getting a check for deciding to live your life like a real housewife. So I think that's super um, important to remember in the process of finding yourself that it's it's up to the individual. It's not just because you see something um, on TV or on the Internet. It doesn't mean that you're supposed to be that person. But the thing is, we live in an age of likes. Mm hmm. You know, the 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 amount of likes you get on social media is like the equivalent of how you are or as a person. And so if I don't get more than 57 likes on my picture, then my self-esteem or my self-worth is not where it should be. Because if these likes add up to people liking me in real life or people accepting me based off of this picture then I'm going to do everything that I need to do, post whatever I need to post to get these 1K followers. Mm-hmm. 1K. <laughs> you know what I mean. 1K. Hit them with the 1K. Hit them with the 1K. <laughs> I meant to say likes, but I'm, what I'm saying is, like you said, with the uh, with the reality TV and Housewives of Atlanta, and like now they got like Love and Hip Hop Miami. It's too much. At this point, what are we doing? What are we doing? It's just too much going on. And like you said, like the the young kids is looking at this, and I hate to get so deep so early. Actually, I don't because I live for deep, oh, honey. She thinks she my Angelo. Girl, I live for the ocean, <laughs> the depths. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying, <laughs> anyway, like you said, these kids are looking at these people, you know, and. A lot of times, parents these days, like, we're so busy. Everybody, not we. You got a kid. I'm not a parent. Oh. No. <laughs> Sorry about that. Let <laughs> Minor me find mishap. out. <laughs> <laughs> Minor mishap. But kids are busy. I mean, God, I can't speak today. Parents are busy. Parents are busy. Parents are busy. Even when we were younger, you know, they drop us off at the babysitter or we're yeah. in school and we have TV time at school or whatever. When we get home, our parents are still at work. So this is all of our free time. What were we used to watch? 106 in Park, TRL, mm-hmm. Moesha. Our, t- our eyes are glued to the TV if we're not doing our homework. Exactly. So now these kids, they're watching TV and the only thing that's on that's entertainment these days is reality TV. Exactly. Do, do kids even still watch, like, Nickelodeon and the Disney Channel? Yeah, but now Nickelodeon... Well, no, well, the Disney Channel, I know, like, has a few shows out now that's, like, super mainstream. Like, their topics are very much mainstream. Oh. So, even when it gets to kids, like, that young, people really don't understand that what you feed your mind becomes your actions. Exactly. So, if I'm watching these ratchet females on television... And I'm trying to figure out why I got such a bad attitude, why I'm popping off, why I think that walking a certain way or dressing a certain way is cute. Well, baby girl, that's because you're trying to be Jocelyn, the Puerto Rican princess. Jocelyn Hernandez. Right. When you need to recognize the, the queen that's in you. Hello. Watch, Hello. Watch what you... Pay attention to what you watch. Watch yeah. what you watch. <laughs> you have to. It's super necessary. And I think another thing is... um. 
when it comes to finding yourself, don't get it confused with, don't get finding yourself confused with whatever you have physically or the things like your, your car, the type of job you have, how you dress. Finding yourself has nothing to do with those external factors. It's all internal. So in order to find yourself, you have to, you literally do have to lose yourself. Lose yourself sounds so harsh, but you have to try a variety of different things. You have to go outside of that comfort zone that you've been in for your whole life. Everything that you've learned. Of course, we keep our morals and values that our parents taught us. But as an adult, we have to form our own brains and opinions about certain things. So you want to try different things and internalize them and see, okay, well, how did I feel about that? Did I like that? Is this me? Is that something that's good for me? Um, I feel like that's important when you're trying to find yourself, trying to find your passions, your desires, um, and things of that nature. I agree with that. So, okay, I do want to say this. There's nothing wrong with reality TV. I'm speaking specifically for those who who are in the self-development process. There's there's something that clicks in internally, like in your spirit, something clicks that makes you decide to really find out who you are as an individual. Mm-hmm. There's things that you feel like, well, there's things that you realize need to be worked on, need to be need to be improved, need to be discontinued, whatever it is. So when people are in this self-development process, especially for me, it's important to just be cautious of what you're feeding your mind, what you're feeding your spirit. Because if you're unsure, if you're so un- if you're so wavering, you just go with the wind, whatever is trending that day, that's what you own. You know, if you don't really know what you stand for, then like the quote says, and you said it in your podcast, you'll just fall for anything. So I'm really not trying to knock reality TV, although it's not my program of preference (laughs) people can watch it but when it comes to self-development like i said literally a few sentences ago something clicks inside of you yeah i know that's how it was for me and i know that's how it was for you yeah you know growing up it's fun you're going through life you're having fun with your friends blah, blah blah but when you get of a certain age and you realize okay i'm at a certain stage in my life but I really want to buckle down, take things seriously. Okay, what do I need to do? What's number one on the list? Figure it out. Figure out what that number one thing is for you that will al- allow everything in your life to align and fall in place. For me, it was, okay, strengthening my relationship with God. What do I need to do to strengthen my relationship with God? Once I figure out and understand who God is, then I'll have a clear direction of where I need to go and who I am as a person. So finding yourself is not really, oh, I lost myself. Oh, I lost myself in this man. Oh, I just put every, is that really about that? Finding yourself is just learning yourself. And a lot of people, they don't take the time to do that, you know, because you've, you've invested so much time and energy into other people, taking care of other people, not necessarily like in a relationship standpoint, but it's like, Okay, I've I spent so much time up under my parents, mm. you know. Oh, I, I need to make sure my mom is good. Well, what is my parents doing? Or, you know, you you all in church. 
you can be in church, but people think that because you're busy in church means that you're busy with God and this difference. Not the same. You know, but when you're investing so much time in other things and other people and you don't invest that time into developing yourself, you'll look up and you're 45 and your life is not where it want you wanted it to be because you're not centered. And you don't know yourself. You don't know yourself. Right. Just like when you're in an interview, what's your favorite color? Uh green, why? Why is green your favorite color? Uh, you don't even know why green is your favorite color. It's a simple question. But if people ask me, ask me, ask me, what's my favorite What's color? your favorite color? Red. Why? Because it's a color of passion. Oh, she I'm a very it. passionate person. You yeah. know? You got to know those things. You have to know those things, simple things. What's your spirit animal? Like, you would never know those things if you don't really take the time out to separate yourself and know. What's your number one goal? Well, why is that your goal? What... What are what are some things about you that is a blessing and a curse? That's a that's a strength and a flaw at the same time. Mine's is I'm a perfectionist. I don't I'll spend too much time on a thing, but the blessing about that is once it's complete, it's complete and it's good. Right. You know I feel comfortable putting my name on whatever it is. And we have to know those whys. Not only what, but why. Why are you like this? Why did you do that? Why did you choose to make that decision? Because that essentially makes us who we are. We all make different decisions in life. And in order to know and understand who you are, you have to understand why you did it. Mm-hmm. And it's okay if you get it a little bit at a time. It doesn't all have to come to you. Oh, this is who I am. in one massive vision or dream is most of the time it's not going to work that way. I know for me personally, Um, It's been different times in my life where I literally, it's been one thing at a time. One day I just woke up and something just clicked and I was like, "Mm, that's just not me. I don't need to do that. Or I don't need to talk to that person anymore. Or, you know, this decision that I was going to make isn't the right direction to go because that's not my wave. Y'all know I say that a lot, but you really have to figure out, you know, what is specific to you versus what is specific to your peers. You and your friends are not the same. Y'all are never going to be the same. You guys weren't created the same. Y'all aren't wired the same. Ever. It's just not, it's not, it doesn't work that way. And you want to have people around you who you're different from so you can know different perspectives and opinions for everything. I know me and Jessica, we're nothing alike. Like we have things in common, yeah, but in a lot of ways, we're probably complete opposite. Oh, Lord. And people, you know, oh, we've been friends for so long and people are always like, well, how are y'all still friends? And y'all are so different. I mean, it works. You learn each other and you you accept each other for who, you, who they are. Mm-hmm. And then you just carry on from there. The thing about that is you have to be okay with being different. Right. But that, it, I, it took a long time for me to realize that it's okay if I'm not, Jasmine Patton mm-hmm. or Jasmine Collins. Excuse me, Frank. Ooh, he's gonna be on <laughs> Her last name is Collins. No more JP. She ain't JP. <laughs> JC. Okay. <laughs> but I was like, okay, I have to be okay with not not being Jasmine Collins or not being Layla Turner. Not having the same personality or the same spunk as Sheridan. You know, mm-hmm. what are some things that makes me me? And When you're learning yourself, you're going to have friends around you and you're going to try to compare yourself to your friends. It's natural. Yes. Right. It's a natural thing. You know, oh, I I don't usher as good as Layla. I I was on an usher board forever, (laughs) y'all. 
sorry, forever. Girl. I got suckered into being on the usher board. Girl, you ain't get sucked in. You willingly volunteered. And I was no. on the usher board for like eight years. 18 years. <laughs> anyway, you know, like you compare yourself to your friends and then you start to feel incompetent because I'm not, I don't have the same strengths as Layla. You know, I'm not the same as my sister or, well, when my mom was this age, she was doing A, B, C, and D. So maybe I'm falling behind in life. But comparison is always a, a destruction of who you are. It is. Don't compare yourself to other people. Compare yourself to you. Look at your life last year and be like, okay, well, last year in January, I was doing A, B, C, and D. Okay, so what is it different about this year? And this may not even be like physical things, you know? Oh, I'm getting, I'm making more money this year or I got a new car. It's like, for me, it's mental. Okay, what mm-hmm. are the mental things? What are the mental lessons that I learned? What are the strengths that I have? Okay, cool. So how can I use my strengths this year to make me stronger for next year? Because once you change your mental, then you change your reality. Ooh. Ooh, Jay, take getting deep. I might have to have her co-host. I'm going I'm to take time. the show she, over. She's trying to take my show over, y'all. <laughs> Got us talk with Jess. <laughs> Watch out now. <laughs> Watch out now. But yeah, that's important, you guys, in finding yourself. You know, you want it. And I think I said this in the first episode, you want to make sure you have people around you that support you and that are conducive to your growth, people who are supporting your growth. You don't want friends around you who are saying, girl, why you why you do this or why you do that? And don't respect your growth and the changes that you're deciding to make in your life. Um, You always want to make sure that you keep people around you that are supportive and that are going to push you and elevate you to the next level and speak positivity into your life. Um, Not the shenanigans. We don't want none of the shenanigans. Girl, exactly. And that's how people tend to outgrow others. Mm. Because sometimes the relationship and the friendships that we had when we were seven are not the same relationships and friendships that you have when you're 17. Hello. Or sometimes you you guys are friends up until you're 17, but once you get 27, those people are no longer there because, as you said, you own another wave. It's a whole different ball game, right? I'm trying to keep my life at an incline, right? And a lot of these people are Debbie Downers. Hello, mainly because they don't know how to get out of that funk, you know. But still, like this may sound harsh, but still. Even when there there's people, there are literally people like that who always have a problem, who always find something to complain about, something to be upset about, something to be sad about, and they fall into this deep depression. Mm-hmm. You can do everything you can to try to help them people, but eventually, then people will have to learn how to help themselves. Ain't nothing I can do for you, baby. I'll still be your friend, but we're not going to be as cool as we were because you try, you trying not to do the work. You don't want to do the work. What I tell y'all last week? You got to do the work. It's different from those instances where you have a friend and they realize like that they're really dropping the ball and they want to change versus the friend that realizes they're dropping the ball and refuses to change. <laughs> That's a whole different ball game. Right. Um, <clears throat> Of course, as friends, you're able to be more supportive. 
when your friend comes to you and says, look, I know I'm lacking in these certain areas, but I'm working on it. Um, you want to be proactive in your growth, in your self-development. Don't get too comfortable just because you and a certain person have been cool for however long. Just because y'all been friends for 10 years does not mean that you're going to continue to be friends for the rest of y'all lives. If one of them, if if your friend is really growing and shining and you're not growing and shining too, somebody's going to get left by the wayside. That's just how life works. Sorry, kids. <laughs> Hate to brush your little bubble, <laughs> your little Disney Channel fantasy you had there. Doesn't work that way. Um. <laughs> uh, well, it it doesn't work that way. That's true. But typically, you have to have good friends. You have to know how to grow with people, though. You know, a lot of people don't understand that when people grow, they change. Simple. <clears throat> you know, all of us. Our crew, we've been friends literally since, like, adolescence, you know. And we've had our ups and downs. Oh, my God. Oh, there have been ups and there have been downs. Oh, the downs have been down. Way down. Bring it way, way down. Like, the depths of... The depths of the sea. Pretty deep. But that's okay. It's not... The good times that make you stronger is the bad times. Very true. It's how you can recover and still grow and move on. You agree to disagree. Even if you disagree to disagree, we still cool. You know, you're still my best friend because I realize you are in my life for a reason. These women in my life are in my life for a reason. Right. And I, I to be honest, I feel like having good people around you is probably another key factor in finding yourself. I know we kind of like, we're veering off the subject. We're transitioning to something new and that's cool. But I just wanted to put my last little two cents in about that. Finding yourself does not mean that you have to be by yourself to find yourself. Very true. Mm-hmm. I I'm agree. Done with that. And speaking of finding yourself, I just found out something about myself. I no longer like light-skinned men. I'm sorry (laughs) if any of you guys are listening to this. I really do apologize because so, because my whole life, you know, me and my light skins have been a thing. You apologizing? I'm apologizing to to my light skin because because, you know. We've had a connection, <laughs> me and my light skin, my whole life, and I'm 27 years old. They know you were an advocate for them, They huh? know I'm team light skin, but... I know I can go to Layla for the love. <laughs> yep, but listen, honey, those times are over. Oh, I am why? yet moving on. What they do? They are the devil. What they did? I am yet moving on to something better. <laughs> if you say yet one more listen, time. Listen, though, it's like... Correct me if I'm wrong. Y'all can DM me. I know I'm going to hear some backlash. I already know it, so I'm ready. So... Light-skinned men, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to make this a light-skinned, dark-skinned thing. Oh, my God. But there's a lot of similarities between all light-skinned men (laughs) and all light-skinned women, okay? For some reason, light-skinned men are super emotional. And I feel like as a woman, (laughs) me automatically being who I am, I'm already emotional. So... Why would I want to continuously deal with an emotional man? I've been doing it my whole life. I don't want to do it no more. Well, 
as your favorite rapper said, I can tell that you in touch with your feminism. <laughs> <laughs> you like, you wow. like, but Layla, listen, listen. I need you to be honest with yourself, okay? You like when men are emotional. You like when you when you are able to have a conversation with the man and he's he's not hesitant in showing his emotions and his true feelings. You would rather have that than try to sit up sit up here and break down, tear down these walls just to, just for him to be honest about how he feels, regardless of what the topic is. So don't sit up here and shun all light skinned men because you had one who was always in his bag. Listen. Like always. He woke up in his bag, went to sleep in his bag, Listen. went to work in his bag, drove in his bag. Listen, I'm saying there, has to, be a, there has to be a balance. Had a bag for his bag. Like it was There too- has to be a balance, though. Like there so has say to that. be some so type say of balance. That. Say, Look, I'm, I'm tired of emotionally unbalanced men. Say that. She just had to come and correct me like that. Because, Layla, you pop up with another one. Talking about something. And then you be on your podcast. I know I said I was done with light-skinned <laughs> men. But this man done really, he changed me. Listen. <laughs> listen, I'm a little, like, I'm just over it right now. So, you guys got to forgive me. I'm still learning about myself, you know. I'm really, it's like you learn when, especially when it comes to dating and dealing with the opposite sex, you learn eventually in life that, yeah, we have a preference, but you can be attracted to whoever you're attracted to. It A lot of the times the person that you end up with is not the man that you dreamed of as far as physical attributes. They may look totally different. So, so what I'm trying to say is that I do not discriminate. I do not discriminate. So, if you want to shoot your shot. Oh, my God. By any means, go ahead and shoot. Well, I clearly don't discriminate either. (laughs) Jessica don't discriminate. Like, at all. (laughs) I've entertained people of um, all spectrums. All sizes. All spectrums and all sizes. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. <laughs> um, I think I think it was mainly because I mean, in your mind, you have like this perfect person in your mind, you know. Oh, I need my guy to be this, 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 and that. And so when you find somebody that has like a few things on that whole list, because okay. You realize that your ideal list is pretty much superficial. Like, we always say, oh, I want A, B, C, and D, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, you know, A through Z. <laughs> don't don't mind my, my counting and lettering. <laughs> lettering. <laughs> the point is, we have all these things on our list, girl. And then we try to, like, in our minds, we try to composite this whole man only to find out that that's not real. Like, that's not reality. So when you find somebody that has, like, five of the eight things on your list or maybe 10 of the 12 or even 10 of the 20, you know, realizing that it's not reality for every single thing to be there. He got to be 5'2". Wait, 
What type of man is that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what type of Kevin Hart I'm man? Because I'm five seven, so what type of Kevin Hart man? I'm thinking about how tall I am. <laughs> That's not gonna go. He needs to be on my level. Nope. <laughs> That's not gonna go for That's me. That's hilarious. But you know how we be? He needs to be six seven. Yeah. Or he needs to be six two. Tall, dark skin. From Africa yeah. with a Jamaican accent. Like, he needs to have a PhD, but he needs to be, like, schooled in street. You know? Like, street smart and book smart. Right. You know, he needs to he needs to have a relationship with God, but he also needs to know how to get down and dirty with the devil. <laughs> he needs to be nasty, but he needs to, you know, like, yeah. all these things. He got to have back muscles, but he don't need to be, like, too big. <laughs> you know, he needs to be skinny, but strong enough to pick me up. Like, what... Ma'am, you weigh 350. <laughs> Wait a minute. Woo, 350. <laughs> nah, but for real though, I'm a firm believer. I'm sorry, no, I'm a firm advocate for not settling, but be realistic in your your wants and desires for your significant other. I don't think that um you should ever find yourself in a situation where you're dealing with somebody and their flaws are literally things that you cannot deal with. That's where right. you have to make that decision. Like, is this a good situation for me or not? Can you deal with their flaws? Do you know how to deal with their flaws? That's definitely something to consider when you're- It's just um, like- I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Everybody has flaws. Everybody has things. And women, we are so hard because it's like- you, you have a good guy, and it's like, oh, I, I can't deal with this one thing. Okay, well, baby girl, you got like 10 things right. that he is compromising to deal with, with you. It's like everybody has everybody has things. You just have to choose your battles, which ones are actually worth the headache. Pick you know? and choose those battles. This, is he a little sloppy? Is his room a little messed up? Or is his life a little messed up? Mm. You know? I would rather deal with a man whose room's a little messed up than right. his whole life being a little messed up. Is he bad with communication as far as sharing his thoughts with you or does he just like not talk to God at all? Does he lash out on social media? Oh my God. Mm. Right. Right. Can you deal with the man who lashes out on social media? No. Mm-mm. It's too much. That's not just ever. Too, that's just too much because I think that shows a lot about the character of a person because I used to do that. I was ma- Im- very immature, but I used to lash out on social media. <clears throat> and I realized that... Oh, that re- oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just thanking God for your deliverance. <laughs> oh, God! That Thank you! You want to make sure that you're representing <laughs> yourself correctly at all times. So not only when you do things like that, not only are you misrepresenting yourself, you're misrepresenting people who support who are attached you, to you, people who are attached to you. Right. So you, the people look at your post and say, oh, such and such is tripping out. Or like, bruh, why you got to air y'all dirty laundry? Like, who are you, Kelly Rowland? Exactly, exactly. So anyway, so you've given up light-skinned men. I think I've, I used to love me a nice dark-skinned man, but um, I don't know. Oh, you don't? I don't know. I love dark-skinned men. I think that I'm they are a with it. gift. I'm really trying to get jiggy with it. I think that they are the glory of God. I'm not even kidding. It's like dark skin men have been tried in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> and they came out pure gold. 
<laughs> I love dark skinned men. I just love men, period. Amen. Amen. Well, you know what, guys? I think we had a good time in this episode. Um, it was- <laughs> Look at me. I just love men, period. <laughs> and I'm like, girl. Okay. <laughs> well, time to wrap well, it up. This, this is going a whole nother way. <laughs> we got to go ahead and in this show. No. I'm not going to start starting <laughs> off into space. <laughs> show your daydreaming. No, but um, we love you guys. Thank you for listening once Thank again. You. Um, you guys know my Instagram. Hit me up with, you know, send me a DM with some topics you guys want to hear about. Civil.goddess on Instagram. Jessica, go ahead and give, give the listeners your information. My Instagram is I am underscore Miss Tate. M-S-T-A-T-E. And again, if you want to check out my website, it is www.everythingmistates.com. My phone number. So no, no. <laughs> you said the information. <laughs> you can email me. <laughs> Send us a Zoom. Girl, not Zoom. <laughs> no, but no, but I love you guys. And don't forget that Civil Goddess is the brand. Prayer Poise Passion is the slogan. And Goddess Talk is is the the language. language. Yes. (laughs) That's a good show. I'm hungry. Great show. Let's eat.